0: How's it going?
1: Yeah, good, man. Good, man. Feeling ready for today. Um, big one today. We've got big meetings, a lot of people. Um, it's been a big, big sort of, uh, feels like we've come full circle a little bit. After three years ago, we were talking about last night,
0: 2019,
1: yeah. we were sat in the same hotel um, meeting Jamie Jones for the first time. We
0: To talking about trust, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that was good.
1: It was it was a big moment to kind of come back, circle, full circle back, around. and be there again. But this time, hosting our own meetings with um, other DJs who we had no idea would even be using the product at this yeah. time. So yeah, it was,
0: it was funny because we we went into the. I remember when we went into the hotel, <laughs> we were all like nervous, <laughs> <laughs> really nervous. we were like, this hotel is too fancy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and I, I, he, he invited us for lunch, and we were. Uh,
0: we did. We I ordered a starter. I
1: didn't order anything. I just yeah. got my laptop.
0: I was like, oh, it's quite expensive. So,
1: yeah, and it was, but it was a great experience. It was um, well. You, you obviously had, you you'd known Jamie for a while, um, but I it was the first time I'd met him in person, and it was. Uh, it was a great. It was a great experience. It was kind of one of those moments since we've been doing this. We have. We've had quite a few, like, things along the journey. I say they're journey moments. Things that you kind of you appreciate in the time they're exciting but then also you look back at and say oh that was a great great time
0: because yeah I think well it's just good we stuck stuck at it really yeah because I think during Covid it was like was this a thing are we doing this and then we dropped it again for a bit and then I think towards the end of last year when we sort of put it out there and, and made it available to people and then January when we actually had people come on yeah and then up until now it's like yeah I'm really glad we did for sure, for sure. I, d-
1: I didn't realize either, like how many people it would touch and affect. We've had, obviously, w- when we started this, it was partly because of our friends who were trying to get their music. It's Jamie. Yeah. And. and Shout yeah, out. we had, uh, and they were talking to us about all the problems that like everyone has reiterated over time, and even though. We, we built it around sort of their experiences and the things they needed. Um, it's amazing to see the impact it's had on people's life. Like people like James Paul, for example, we were talking about last night. It was it was yeah, awesome just signed again. Yeah, which I is amazing. Um, and also just all the other people who we, we speak to and interact with, um, when they get signed, it's awesome to see how happy they are. I didn't...
0: Well, it's a reminder of what I said. I think, um, you know, in anything that you do, you, you have to you have to just serve yeah and i like, try and be of service and try and help yeah. and genuinely that kind of boomerangs back around mm. um but if you go out to kind of take and you go out to kind of take things away um that energy people can just feel and i feel like we've done really well to just keep you know giving giving basically oh for um, sure, yeah. you know we haven't sort of come in and try to take and I that is something I'm going to be carrying forward you know and it's not just in business you know that can be applied to anything you know you serve your relationship how do you serve your friends you know that that ability to not think of self yeah yeah. what do I get out of there what can I get out of this um because it comes back at you like when you
1: when you do serve people and when you try to do stuff for the sake of doing good Um, it's amazing how things start coming towards you we're thinking about that yesterday like some of the opportunities and people who have just floated into our our realm Um, and there have been massive opportunities and people who have really helped us it's been fantastic we've been really really lucky
0: Hmm. um, so what's been your favourite part of the year?
1: oh that's a good question good question (laughs) favourite part of the year I always really I did love when we went to Ibiza. It was my first time going to Ibiza, and I'd heard so much about it. We'd had, we'd had all this um, sort of it, you, you build up this perception in your mind about what it's like, and it was it was great to see how one industry has really owned a place and made it their own, and it's definitely their home. Um, we were fortunate enough to spend um, some time with a few other people we work with, um, and it was. It was great to see how like they based set their base camp there, and it was it was just a really nice experience I think for us as well because it felt like we'd actually we started to live in we like we live behind screens the whole time whilst we're building this and when you get to go and experience the actual people that it touches, it's great to see like the industry going to some of the nights. It's that's what it's about, and it's nice to be there. And I, I felt a definitely a form of gratitude but also a form of like oh yeah this is these are the kind of times we should enjoy and we should let our hair down and get the ability to be a part of what we what we're building here and what other people are trying to do so what about you what was the
0: i mean just partying yeah yeah <laughs> that party- <laughs> that's a really polite way of saying you know, i went to ibifa and i partied for three days straight yeah it was really- yeah that was what we did <laughs> we didn't do anything to are like yeah well we, <laughs> it was like <laughs> we're to our girlfriends like, oh, we're going to for It's like part business, part, part uh, pleasure. And they're like, oh, so you're doing meetings and stuff. And we're like, yeah, yeah. we're doing meetings. We've got like really important meetings there. We had no meetings, <laughs> no meetings planned at all. We just kind of went there, and then yeah, we had John with us, which is great. Yeah, um, that
1: was a lot was of fun. Nice. We had a. Yeah. Uh, but I think those things are important because it is the the price is a bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I liked, I liked the vibe. It was very exotic. Yeah. Um, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, the people were exotic. Yeah. I like that. Um, mean, yeah, it was good. It was cool.
1: <clears throat> was there any other highlights from this year and what what we've kind of we've gone through?
0: Um, I mean, track stack related. I think just the stories. So the artists getting yeah. signed. Like for me that's the that's that's why we exist. Yeah. You know I, I say that again and again.
1: Who's been everyone. your like your favorite sort of thing that's come James out? James for sure. James I, Paul, I love yeah.
0: that story just because um obviously I had him I did a podcast with him and I got to know him more and he kind of he kind of represents what every young artist when they're up and coming needs to face which is yeah. like am I doing this yeah and or am I not doing it and that's sort of backing yourself and getting all the circumstances around that to to be okay with that so yeah. him telling his parents like I'm making music mum and dad this is what I'm doing I'm living upstairs yeah. in my bedroom I'm making music I'm making a little bit of money and that's what I'm doing and that's sort of like not getting swept up in the post uni I need a job, job yeah. going to London
1: or following your dream like it's I can't imagine how fucking hard it is because I've never been in the position where um like I've had to have those conversations with my mum and dad. Not until later, like not until the age we are now, where we've gone through that. And that must be really hard, especially when you don't you're looking for belief in yourself. Um and he I his smashing it is awesome to see. Yeah,
0: and I think that represents the values of Triestec really well because we are one of those supporting arms yeah. when you make that decision which is like cool you can come here and you can get your music heard yeah you yeah. get music heard by the DJs and labels and that matter to you and you yeah. have you have a better chance yeah that's the purpose of it is to is is i really believe it like it's like a dream maker yeah. i know yeah, it kind of yeah, yeah. it sounds a bit silly but i really feel like that and those stories yeah uh, reinforce that narrative it's hard like, what it's, the vision is it's
1: real though it's it is genuinely because like, we see the reaction of like when people are posting on their Instagram, or like, fuck, Jamie James shortlisted my track, or the, I, it, it's stuff getting hurt, and they're posting the submission receipts. That's really cool because it's like it, it, you show it how much they care. Um, and I think there's, there's definitely something to be said about the fact that although TrackStack is still small, I feel like the effect it's having on the way people think about their music and how they create it and who they're sending it to. It's just having knowing that when you finish this track, you're gonna be able to send it there. You know it's gonna get heard. You're in the peace of mind, because I'm I've never made music, so I don't know that feeling of when you finish you kind of touching on it last yesterday when um, you were talking about oh is it ready should i send it and you have that like doubt in your mind I've yeah never you never know yeah. yeah and having that ability to be able to like, i'm gonna send it and then uh, then get f- the feedback to say i know oh it maybe wasn't ready this time it wasn't ready or or you get that little bite that's like oh it was almost ready or yeah, yes it was ready that must be it it must be fantastic because i think people generally in life crave those sort of feedbacks when they're trying to do something they need the
0: feedback loop yeah Yeah. you need it if you don't if you don't sort of know whether the music is heading in the right direction Mm. and you need some level of orientation and obviously when you're at a certain (laughs) level that kind of orientation just comes from within you know when you're at the top level you just kind of know what you need to do where you need to send it or you just release it yourself yeah um, but I think for majority of like up and coming artists, it's uh, they need the um, feedback loop yeah. to say, yep, yeah, you're on the right track. When
1: when you were producing, because obviously it's been a long time now, but like, when was the first moment when you like sent something to someone, and or you you put your music out there and someone came back and said, actually, this is good. Like you, this tune's being this is great. I want to sign it. I want to play it. And you were like, oh fuck, I actually yeah. like, got that bit of.
0: We had it with Ministry of Sound. Yeah. We got signed Ministry of Sound with that unfamiliar ground. Oh yeah, that was great too,
1: yeah. Don't and that was a cool moment. Yeah. That good was good. like the <laughs> end. I,
0: I feel like when you when you get um I guess approached or accepted or moved forward by a particular label or DJ. Yeah. And for everyone it's different. Um it rises your internal energy of belief. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God, like this is happening, we're moving. Yeah, and yeah. there's a, that idea of moving and this idea of like we're heading towards it. And yeah, sometimes yeah. that it is not as defined as it yeah, could be, yeah. but it just feels good. It's excitement, I guess. Yeah, like, and like that, oh, feeling, of are, yeah. and yeah, that yeah. feeling of wonder yeah. and that feeling of joy and that feeling of a sort of a nervous anticipation yeah. of like what's next. Um, is kind of part of the journey and why we do it and why artists do it you know obviously it, it's just, it's also about the art yeah, yeah and the journey of getting there is very arduous you know mm-hmm. it's hours and hours in the studio you know choosing each hat and the frequencies and the optimization that people go to to yeah, kind yeah. Of get their sound the way they want it to sound it's a lot of works technical works hard work yeah, yeah um you know when that goes unheard that can be uh, equally as destroying and often it's no's and unhurt and the yes it's they're like sort of more they're rarer for yeah. the artist generally speaking you know nine you know nine times out of ten we we see that on track you know
1: 95
0: yeah, yeah. percent of the music is declined yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and if only five percent is shortlisted and that kind of speaks volumes about how many no's you get yeah before you get yes um but you know we making that no <laughs> soft or making that no at least clear is kind of the first step for you to kind of feel like, okay, fine, I accept it. Yeah, yeah. it's know? acceptance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like, you know, getting ghosted is never good. Is. Yeah. Because you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're like because you left feeling like, was I not like good looking mm-hmm. enough? Am I like, maybe that joke was silly. You know? yeah, you're kind of I'm left with this sort of, like, what I would yeah. say is you're left with doubt yeah. and maybe shame and guilt. And those feelings are what then push you away from just getting back in the studio and making yeah. music. Yeah. Or getting back out there and going for another day, yeah. it's that sort of doubt and those feelings that arise from yeah. and and different people have different scales. Yeah. So like some people are like cool with it, you know, they send a demo, they don't hear back, they're like whatever. Some people are not, you know, they that it hits them bad yeah, and they get demotivated. Yeah, yeah, sure. And for some people, if that's like their first track, and they send it out and nothing happens, they might be like, "Yeah, I'm. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. I'm going to go back to." what i was doing before yeah and you never know that that person that could have had the raw talent that was the makings of the next you know one of the world's next best artists yeah. and you don't know and so it's um really important i think to make sure that in those early stages of the the work that gets sent around the raw work <clears throat> uh, the demo itself because it all does start with demo yeah
1: um
0: it's just honoured as much as it can be. For sure. Um, and also,
1: it is this, the thing is, it is almost like a sacred rite of passage in a way because it's one thing that every single person who is an artist in this industry has gone through. Even the guys at the top now, they went through the process of trying to get their tracks signed for the first time, trying to get their music heard. And everyone's come, there's no one that's just skipped straight to the top. No. There's always... They, well, everyone has gone through that rite of passage, and I think... They have to set share it, their USBs around. Exactly, exactly. And you hear about, like, some of the great stories about people, yeah, passing USBs and CDs and over the, like, the booth of a nightclub, and those are the th- sort of things where it doesn't really happen in today's world because we have digital access to people, and that's where most of the, the, the distribution of, of, of music that is unsigned goes through now. It's all emails and messages and Instagram, but... It's, under, going back to the point, is that you have these top guys that understand what it is, what these younger guys are going through and what it means to them and how they, and we talk to them all the time and they say, yeah, we want to make sure that we feel heard or they, they feel heard and that they know that we've listened to it. And I think that's the important thing. It isn't just a one-sided thing. Like, uh, it's one of the things Jamie said early on to us was that he wants to make sure everyone gets an answer to know that I've listened to the track because that's more meaningful he when you tell them about the stories of people feeling disenfranchised when they haven't been when they've sent him three tracks and you know, they don't hear anything back like that that hurts him he doesn't want he feels bad about that because he knows how important it is to them mm. so I think there's definitely it is is a great understanding when we do speak to um DJs and labels that want to use the product to receive music they really get it they really understand because most of them have been through it themselves and it's,
0: yeah it's circular yeah they've all kind of yeah, yeah. it's the same thing, same journey um, so you personally though you haven't made music you're yeah. just a fan
1: just a fan just one of those kids at the front <laughs> with his sunglasses on yeah,
0: his girl. yeah. Um, what have you taken away from this year like um, you know, for me, obviously, I, I've i got much better at coding. Yeah. Because I, like, build most of the product. <clears throat> and that's been really good just to kind of get deeper into that. Like, yeah. where have you sort of found so, your groove in this, you know, what we're yeah, doing? Yeah,
1: I always felt a disconnect from when we sort of spoke about this for the first time. Because, like you said, because I haven't made music, I haven't been a producer. I've always been, yeah, a, a fan of it. And... I love my electronic music. I started drum and bass and I love my house and techno and we're really we share a love for sort of really progressive house and having been through the point of when I first started talking to people I did feel a little bit of imposter syndrome and that I wasn't really Trying to talk to DJs and uh, I was always scared that someone would ask me a technical music question. I don't know why, but then I was like, "Oh, they they see that I'm this imposter who's just just a tech guy," and that that kind of scared me a lot. But I've definitely found a lot more comfortable to talking to people, talking to people confidently about what we're doing and that I understand exactly why why we're doing this, and that's been really important. I do feel now that when we when we talk to people, we. Like I feel re- really authentic about this. Like I feel re- like because we really believe in what we're doing, um, mm. it comes across really well. But there's in terms of what I've taken away from this year, I think that we've been a lot more open about what we're doing. We've been trying to push, get more people are using the product, and not being as, um, not being as hesitant about think making things right like just putting things out there um whether they're part of the product our marketing our socials these sort of things that and being like this is what we're doing it's not perfect yet but we're trying to make a difference and it's not having to be the most polished thing it's not having to be the the thing that's the the product's working in the best way it's just a case of being like this is the journey we're on people either like it or they won't and so far the reception's been great and we've had a lot of people. Obviously, we we we've tried to build it in a way where it works really well. But there's always going to be problems with the product. It's building tech products. That's one thing oh, yeah. I do know. It's it's never bugs. right. There's always there's bugs. There's
0: always bugs. They just kind of um, like appear out nowhere. Yeah. But hence the name bugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, it's I. That's it's definitely I've I found a new self a bit of confidence in that and being able to um, feel. But what we're doing is is a really great thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's just hard. Like it's hard balancing everything um, because there's this sort of you get up and you get up and you just want to. There's so much to do. Obviously, it's, the list just keeps growing. Yeah, and um, uh, you want to just do it, um, but it's not quite there yet to do that. Yeah. You know, it's always about we're always kind of battling. It's like you know, should we like you know should how how can we, what yeah. what crafty sort of plan can we put together? Like, should we raise investment? <laughs> Other oh, than if we raise investment, it's going to mean that we've got to, like, change it all up and make it kind of shit. It's so And hard. then it's, it's like, so do we just keep going? And we work full time and then, you know, I'm working till 11 at night on the TV my girlfriend's like, can you get off your laptop, <laughs> laptop please? So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, i go see my nan. And she's like, Cam, you're on your laptop a lot. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's sometimes overwhelming about the things you have to do. Um, and it's, I really, I really struggle with having two forms of focus. Like when you've got to switch from track stack to your day job or back the other way, it's really hard because I... I like to have a single thing to focus on at once, and when you have to pull yourself away from that, jump onto the other thing, it takes me out, and that's where you can't do
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you procrastinate. I'm really yeah, bad at it. you're really bad at that, Yeah, man. yeah. And yeah. it's not
1: good. It's not good. Yeah.
0: No, and to be fair, when you're focused, you're like a machine. Yeah. And you can get loads done.
1: Yeah, and I've done in recently over the last sort of three or four months. I've done a lot of work to set up my environment and like make myself less likely to procrastinate
0: that's good yeah what have you been um, doing?
1: well I, first of all I sat on my desk correctly before I was just like typing in my laptop and then just I had a screen which I just didn't use and I, so I put my laptop on a stand and I was like okay, I'm, yes. I mean I, I configured my workspace so I have like a track stack workspace on my laptop like and, and then a, a day job workspace and I just can switch between the two so there's no like booting everything down and then booting everything up again it's like I can just do that switch and all of a sudden I can just be I'm ready to go if I need to start coding or send some emails or whatever it is I can just switch over it's like okay I'm done with day job for the day I just switch over and I'm there I'm ready that's helped a lot because it means because one of the excuses I used to use was like oh I've got to like Close down on my terminals and then go into the other folder and bring it up and that even that a really simple thing it takes fucking two seconds to do.
0: I didn't know that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that on the, the laptop? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You can the, configure it. Yeah. Really? So I've got it's a, a really little, good idea. You to have to dom- show me. That. It's similar to this.
0: Yeah, you're gonna to have to show me that. It's.
1: Uh, I'll send it to you. It was like thirty quid off of Amazon, and it's just. And so you're
0: you're you're typing on a keyboard and mouse. Yes. How do you find that? Because I I can't do that. I have yes. to. I have to type on the so, laptop.
1: So it took me a while because it was. Really hard because one of the things is is like I use my, like a lot of people depending on how you use your Mac I would switch I would just be using the touchpad to swipe between. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. I bought an Apple trackpad as well, so okay. I can still get the swipe. So I have the I have the Apple trackpad. I have the um the keyboard in front of me and a mouse. So I'm doing all the stuff on the screen and I just want to swipe between screens. I try to move so I have my code editor up in the middle of my screen on the left. I have a big wide.
0: You got two screens.
1: A, I have my laptop sat on a stand, mm-hmm. so I'm not touching the laptop, and I have the big screen, and it's kind of like the code editor's right in front of me. There's a small terminal window, and then there's the the thing that I'm coding, the front end web browser, and then on that screen I have like my Slack, I have my email or something like that, so I can see any internal communication. So I'm pretty much just sat there looking up there, and if I need to, for example, if I need to search something on the web that whilst keeping this all still stuck because i find that the most important thing for me is keeping that workspace static because that's where that's kind of like my central working point is like writing the code or Even when I'm trying to do outreach and emails, like I'll put that the main task in the middle in front of me, so it's my main focus. So if I want to have like Spotify or YouTube open, that's on the other small screen Mm because it's harder to see, it's harder to work there. You have to like really bend in, and it's like I just keep my focus in one place. That's cool, that's important. The way you keep your focus is, is really important, and it has helped because it means as well, I'm it, it makes it harder for me to just to pick up my laptop and go downstairs or go into the bedroom and work so it's like this is my workspace and this is where I stay and this is where I do focus my time and my work keep my desk clean and doing simple things like that has really made me more one made me more productive but two it's given me a more structured place it's like when I'm in this environment I have to procrastinate less I'm not because i'm really bad at like picking up a golf club and just swinging it in the house (laughs) like it's
0: yeah i will just i'll do shit like that no i do i do i also do crazy stuff like that
1: um i'm less of a because i know you're i bounce
0: between like i just bounce between news websites yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and like i i don't i'm more of a physical i like to stand up and procrastinate physically whereas you say youtube is
0: yeah i'm you know what you've made me realize i need to set up that workspace thing like genuinely Yeah, yeah um well, I don't have I don't set it up like that. I'm very used to working on a laptop yeah. on a keyboard in like any environment. Mm. So sometimes I'll sit on the sofa and work for ages, then I'll sit in the kitchen. Yeah. I've I've got a desk and I've tried to set it up, but I sit there and I it, I don't feel good, sat yeah. there. So I'm not ready for that yet. Um I like working in cafes. I like working in quite extreme environments. So environment, I can yeah, like yeah, focus yeah, yeah. really yeah. well on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're really good at blocking
1: things out. Like Yeah. I, I I can be... You'll be you'll be focusing on, like, can you drink? Do you want this? And you'll just be like... And then, like, a minute later, you'll be like, yes, please. I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, I've got in somewhere. Yeah, some, sometimes it's it funny, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, my girlfriend says that as well. <laughs> but
1: it's good because it means... Whereas, like, a lot of people really struggle with that when they're trying to do stuff. They have so many distractions around them. Like It's easy yeah. for them to get distracted. Yeah, but.
0: yeah no, I think... Um, yeah, the hardest part, um, that was that that is what we're talking about, right? Like, yeah, the yeah, part. Yeah. Um yeah. Um balancing a full time job yeah. and basically another full time job yeah. of working on track stack is difficult. For sure, yeah. Um I thought in the beginning it was kind of fun, and it was like a few hours here and yeah. there. And like that's when no one was using it. So it's just like <laughs> this idea at this point. But now it's like you've got people coming yeah, at you from all precious, angles. And you want to, you, yeah. you you kind of want to build more stuff. You oh, want like. to build the, the people say ideas and you're like, yeah, I really want to build I want that. to do that, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, I want to work with you. And then it's like, yeah. God, where do you find the time? And mm. I think that's the, the biggest challenge is we the the offering and the product could be so much further along mm. and could be doing way more stuff for loads more people. Yeah. Um, all the ideas that we get suggested if we have more time. Yeah. And this is the most difficult decision that like I tossle with every day, which is like what do we do, you know? Do we should we raise investment, but the if we raise investment then it puts the project on a path, a very defined path uh, of yeah right, you've got investment, now you need to hire people, now you need to have growth that matches this expectation every month, month on month, and everyone wants this giant return. Yeah. They want you to be SoundCloud, they want you to be Spotify. And I was always like, I don't want to do that, because that ruins, it ruins what it, is. you know, like SoundCloud was good and then it got shit, yeah. um, because it got to make money. And yeah. I get that, if, you know, we've everyone's got to find their way of operating this project in yeah. a, s- a sustainable way. But for me, I was always like, let's do it in a sustainable way where we really deliver true value. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, I value that. That's cool. It's a clear exchange. Everyone wins. Like That's the mentality. Like Everyone needs to win. Um, and we just build it slowly over time and we sort of partially phase it out. Like yeah. one day a week, it's track start and two days a week, it's track start.
1: And that's the stage like we're at now where it's the pressure of it becomes too much where you we need to give it more time. But we don't have the, it's it's making that first jump because a lot of people think when you, you start your own business and you go through the motions of going it becomes, it's a side project and then it becomes your main thing. It's not as black and white as that. Like you don't suddenly just. One day, some people do some fucking crazy people just someday just quit and they're like, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, and like, yeah I like that though. When cool. I was younger, I was like, Yeah, that. that's but but it's I'll
0: tell you a story in a minute. Yeah,
1: that, that when I
0: first met Jamie Joe, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's was, it was crazy. Like, it was the first yeah, yeah, yeah. when I built this like music discovery app, like when I was 20. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and um, we were working with uh Dave Morley. And he did the PR, and yeah. so he like sent it out to loads of people. Loads of people, yeah. I've yeah, and one of them it, was yeah. Jamie, and he downloaded it, used it. He's like, yeah, it's record, really cool. and he got in touch with Dave, and then Dave forwarded me the email. I was like, hey, Jamie wants to meet you, and it was just me. So he thought we were like this company. It was just me, and then so like we met. Him, I met him at shortage House, and obviously I was like buzzing, so I was yeah. still kind of making the music then. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, guys, I'm fucking here. <laughs> I I'm remember. am going to meet him, man. I remember. With you... the app, got me there, and then. Um, yeah, I met him, and it was it was great. And there was twenty, and um, you know when you just come out of a meeting, and you're like, oh. it's almost like it's it's almost like getting shortlisted, right? Yeah, it's like getting yeah, yeah. a track signed to your dream label. It's like uh, this is gonna happen. This is it. And like for me, I gave up making music because I'm really I love making. Uh, products i love making tech like writing code is like writing music for me like the same i really love i really love coding yeah
1: as someone who writes code, you really love yeah i absolutely i
0: love you know i gave up music i like making music but i love writing code way more yeah it's just that's just me it's the same it's the same type of art form it's very creative yeah and there's something at the end of it yeah but it's like something that um can like change people's worlds yeah, you can, yeah. You oh know, for sure you, man. if you create a digital product yeah, it might like, yeah, really yeah. shift your reality yeah, yeah and so for me I, I loved it um but i came out of the meeting and i had a i had my like first job in london at this company called tick track it's like some like <laughs> health it was just bullshit whatever it was i was just there <laughs> like i don't know what it was it yeah. was just the only good part about that job was that the guy who was, like, the product manager used to be a world-class poker player.
1: I really? Okay. Yeah,
0: so he, like, won this poker tournament in Vegas, and he won, like, $5 million. Fucking and hell. he's from France, called, like, Ludovic. And, like, he's a really cool guy, and he... I, I, he told me this because we went out for a night out and he says, I don't tell many people this because no one really knows who I am, yeah. but I used to be like a world-class poker player. I was like, cool. Like, why are you a product manager yeah. in London at this stupid startup? Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, mate? And he was like, he just brought, he brought like a house outright cash in yeah. Notting Hill. So he's cool. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I just want to work in tech. I was like, fair, fair enough. enough.
1: Yeah, I was like,
0: we're, we're journey, man, yeah. but I get it. Cool. Anyway so i come out of this meeting off i was you know i was 20 come yeah. out of this meeting i'm in london um you know i was still sleeping on my mate's sofa because that's london yeah so I, was, I didn't have any money and uh, <laughs> i had this job and i come out of the meeting after, after meeting jamie and then i just was like i'm gonna go work on track stack now and i just didn't go like i came out i went for the meeting for like my lunch break yeah and then I just didn't go back to work. <laughs> I just was like, no, I don't want to go back. I'm work- gonna go work on track stack. So I went to a cafe and just started working on track stack. And I was in my element, you yeah, know? Yeah, it was like amazing. being in yeah, flow yeah, state. Yeah. And then obviously I woke up in the morning and they emailed me in the afternoon, like, where are you? Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I it, I made that decision where I was like, I'm not going back. Cause I like I didn't like it. Yeah. Unprofessional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so many, like so many no's and <laughs> You shouldn't do that. Don't do that, guys. Yeah. Um. But I did do that. Um. Quite liberating. Yeah, I
1: bet. But yeah. I just
0: didn't go back. Yeah. And they kept emailing me, emailing me, like, "Hey, what the fuck? Where are you? <laughs> where are you?" <laughs> and the guy who owned it, I remember the guy who owned it called me, and he was like, "I'm guessing you're not coming back." And I was like, "No, I'm building this app that I built, and I'm just going for it." And he he said something was like, he was like, "Oh." He wasn't good. He wasn't nice about it, put it that way. And he's like, Oh, I hope you become rich and famous for your app. And it's like, fuck off, basically. And I, <laughs> I was like, Cool, man. And uh, <laughs> whatever. Like, your, your startup sucks. It's boring. Um, I, I've not done that again. That was fun. But I have kind of left jobs in pursuit of track yeah, set. Yeah, Like, We've, twice. We, yeah, like, twice. There's been,
1: the, oh, wait, it was when you are in the late districts.
0: I did it then, I left yeah, it for yeah, yeah. yeah, I was kind of a bit too early. A bit of a pre- premature ejaculation. <laughs> you like the that dog who
1: catches the car, doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I get the bone and then yeah, I'm like, fuck. the bone's too
1: big.
0: <laughs> you, you can't pick it up. Yeah. Now it's cool, I'm a bit more no, level now. But yeah, that, well, that that sort of um, ability to to have the courage just to be yeah. like, I'm going for well, it, is, is a skill.
1: About stepping over the line. Like, when you step over the line and you take... They take the step to go and actually, because it's it's a lot A lot of people think about doing it and want to do it, and we talk about doing it all the time, and we want to do it. But it's yeah, I
0: mean, hard. what is it? I think it, it doesn't change that much. Um, I think this idea of ownership and the ability to feel like you're in control of your destiny. Yeah um is like an alluring topic for for people yeah and we sort of like to move towards things that make us feel like um we're in control mm-hmm. um and you know it's not the answer like so like we do try, yeah we do track stack and you know we, we do what we need to do and we work on it it'll be amazing it'll just be a journey and then yeah. but the end of that is like there'll be another thing yeah and so it's also kind of trying to remain present in the right now in this yeah, moment yeah. and being like oh you know this is good enough like this is great as it is, this and, is the and to stop yeah. trying to be like it needs to be this and <clears throat> constantly trying to change yeah. what the now should be to something else you, then you don't allow whatever's supposed to come to just arrive
1: mm.
0: and so it's really hard to get out of that mindset it's quite a lack mindset mm. to kind of sit there and be like we're not where we should be we're yeah, not, yeah, we're not yeah, learning enough yeah, 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 there's yeah. not enough people using it that's not the type of thoughts you want in your head no. you should just be like super grateful for exactly where it is exactly who yeah. uses it exactly where you are in life exactly how much money you have um everything's perfect you know yeah. everything's divine for you in that moment and then just being like this is amazing that moment yeah. you know like when we were sat yesterday having lunch in, in the hotel it's fucking awesome we were just like this is like this, this is, is great this, this is <laughs> lovely it, they're the moments where you because uh, i know a lot of people it's
1: like you've got to look at the journey you're on and we've had a fucking awesome journey with this and they're the things you have to appreciate and when you're in those moments like yesterday where we are sat having lunch we're like this is this is you have to sit there and appreciate those little things because that's what makes up like, the whole point you're not we're not getting somewhere at the end of the line it's not yeah like, there is no destination you, no destination yeah, 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 yeah. People.
0: Yeah. yeah it's like don't you can't you can't live life with a destination in mind yeah, yeah. you it's, never arrive yeah
1: and, and also having those like it's not I think a lot of people especially in tech world where they're like their end destination is like we want to get sold. We want to get bought. like an and it's just like and then oh what? God, then what? Because also that when you get there, you look at so many stories of people who the, the very few that get there. Then it's like fucking horrendous. Like yeah, boy. like the
0: WhatsApp founder, like yeah. when he sold WhatsApp to Facebook, and then there's a story of him like you know obviously big big acquisition, probably the largest Huge tech year. acquisition. And the money doesn't matter. I think what was important, he's, he said, I'm really not happy. He left. He yeah. left Facebook only after two years because they probably plumbed him God knows what surveillance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, my happiest days were just working on WhatsApp every day yeah. and just building it with like 10 other guys. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's really important to not think about what you can get through it. Get through the thing you're working on. Even if you're an artist, anything actually, anything, it's, it's yeah, nothing yeah, to do with yeah, music yeah, now. Yeah. It's nothing to do with business. It's like anything. If, if as soon as you start thinking about what you can get from it,
1: yeah.
0: It's bad. It to get it. Yeah. It well, to get it. it's never enough. Yeah? yeah. So you'll get it and then you'll get it. But then it won't be enough and you'll want more. Yeah. Yeah. And then it will it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um and like I was listening to a video the other day, and it was Elon Musk basically saying, Well, Yes, I'm a multi-billionaire, but I don't consume like a billion billionaire's a yeah. billions worth of products or services. Yeah. Like, like I don't own any property. I'm often sleeping on my friends' couches or spare rooms where I can. I have a private jet because I literally need it to work, work. more. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, fair enough. Like the guy is a multi-billionaire, but he doesn't live. Live like it. Yeah, he wears a suit yeah. and he looks cool, but he's busy, you know. He's yeah. he's just creating, he's just creating his thing that he creates. He's got a vision as of his head of how he wants the future to look and he's yeah, just creating it. Yeah, yeah. Um and so I think often especially for people who are fixed on this idea that extreme wealth is an is an, is an answer yeah. to life's troubles. Really not. It's not a narrative to get behind because even if you even if you to to be in a space of holding a billionaire's a billions worth of service to people. Yeah. Um is such a commitment to like people, right? And it's such a big burden to hold. Um, that it can be, obviously, it can be great. I'm sure people like Jeff Bezos live a wonderful life. Um, but then you, when you listen to even Mark Zuckerberg who's on a Joe Rogan podcast, like when he wakes up in the morning, yeah. it's like problems. he'll have two hundred texts or hundreds of texts, <laughs> and it's all just like the problems, yeah. And they're not like small problems, like Joe said to Josephine, you know, yeah, you're yeah. a bitch. It's like uh, this country wants to sue you. Yeah. Country wants to sue, sue you. Yeah. Or like you're, you've are you made like this political leader Congress take wants over. Congress, yeah. yeah. And it's just like huge problems. And I think he finds his solace in, you know, get in nature. Yeah. You know, he finds like physical activity, he says, is like his thing. But he's not, you know, he's not like living it up. Yeah, like, he's it's like living- what Jordan Peterson says. He's like, hey, hey, absolutely great. He's like, cool. You made loads of money. You're on the beach with pina coladas. How many pina coladas are you having? How how long are you on the beach for? And he's like, that might be good for like a couple of days. It's- and then you're gonna get sunburned. You're gonna feel hungover. <laughs> you're not gonna want <laughs> yeah. It's like this narrative, like, yeah, I'll like make it, and then I'll have pina coladas on the beach every day. It's like it's not it's like bullshit. that. Yeah, it's bullshit, yeah. It's bullshit. Because that will be another thing. And Alex Momozzi as well. He's like, money just solves money problems and then you're left with problems money can't solve yeah so yeah i feel like for me especially with trap stack because naturally it's like a business and it's for profit and you know there's this idea that oh we're we're doing it to make loads of money it's like for me not really yeah i'm actually doing it because i just want to work on it yeah i enjoy working on it and that is the that is the bounty yeah it's like we're being here
1: it's the freedom I think for me, like one of the things I most enjoy, and I know it's the same for you, is being able to work. When we we sit down, and we're like, "Let's do this," and we're just we just go and do it. Like that's such a nice feeling to have complete control over it, to be able to not worry about any of the bullshit that comes along for working and have other other people's decisions impact your what you have to do day to day. Because I'm really bad at I'm really bad at follow following authority. I've been in trouble at work before because I haven't. Being, I haven't believed in the leadership or haven't agreed with what they're doing and I've been like, nah, fuck this. And I've been disruptive and it's really bad and I don't like that. It's, it's not, not a nice place to be. Um, and you get down about it, you get disenfranchised with the work you're doing. I remember one time I worked for um, Soho House, which, yeah, say what you would about Soho House, but working there was, it was not a tech environment and I was working in the tech team and it made me want to quit coding and it made me want to stop being a software developer i was like i've worked so hard to be here to have the skills i have and the, the work that we put in together to get to where we want to be and to have that feeling of like feeling so disenfranchised with a job and like the people i was working around to be like yeah i want to quit this i want to go do something else and that was really horrible and that's when i knew i had to get out and that's I I never ever want to feel like that again anywhere that I work and that's one of the key motivators in why I want to work for myself and run my own business. Yeah, that's cool, man.
0: I think it's good. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. My my thoughts on that are, I would say, similar. Um, I think it's good just to create your own thing and be able to serve people and um, live sustainably from that. I think that's a good um, path for everyone and it's not for everyone yeah you know only certain people do that and certain people don't do that um but yeah I would agree with the I also struggle with uh, authority (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I think you know it's it's part of the, the journey of life of trying to figure out what the best version of it is and if that's your version of freedom, then yeah. you'll go live that and then there'll be another thing that you'll need to do and then there'll be another thing after that and life will just keep happening to yeah, you and yeah, you yeah. kind of never will be fully saturated. You're, For
1: sure, yeah. You'll
0: constantly become presented with this other thing you need to do. It's human
1: nature. Yeah. So, human so, nature. So it's like
0: just trying to be okay with the now as well and that's yeah. the hardest practice of all is like, I'm all right right now. I've, I'm, I'm doing it right now. It's happening right now. That's that's, that's the joy of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that, that wraps us up quite well. Yeah, it's been fun. Let's go to our ADE cool. day.
1: Yeah, we've got a big day today. We're going to have lots of meetings and we're going to go have a party tonight. We've got our girlfriends coming over um, Great. to join us. So we're going to have let our hair down. But yeah, it's been good, man.
0: Cool. Good All right. good to chat.